I V M. Hello one, hello all. Welcome to the Diary of the Traveling Professor. And I'm Sadat Deshmukh, your friendly neighborhood traveling professor himself. And in this merry, no, not merry month of May, still April it is. I hate April, to be honest. I don't think there's too much good about it. Sorry for all those people whose birthdays fall in April. I just dislike it. I dislike it because the beginning of summer, which is not potentially the best season to be in India, except, of course, if you like mangoes and well, I could go on and on about mangoes, but this diary entry is not about mangoes, but I'm just trying to make myself feel a little better in what is personally not the best month for me. Yeah, I kind of dislike the heat. I dislike just uh, how it gets more and more oppressive. And I come from a fairly cool place like Pune. I wonder how many people just want to throw their chappals and shoes at me at this moment saying, hey, pal, you live a privileged life. You have no idea what the hell you're talking about. And I agree, but I can complain. Can I not? I think the beauty of complaining or the beauty of suffering is that it really doesn't depend upon how other people are suffering. Hey, so before you think I'm getting all philosophical and what the hell is this guy talking about on his podcast? Let me tell you what today's diary entry is all about. And it was inspired by a student of mine, uh, ex-student rather. He is now a very much a very young, bright, successful working professional. His name is Vishnu. Hi, Vishnu. And Vishnu told me, Professor, it's time that you spoke about value hypotheses and growth hypotheses and the difference between those and why they are so important. Ha! Huh. There I go from philosophies to complete technical marketing jargon. But let's let's examine this question from Vishnu a little, right? Now, here's the deal, right? Here's the deal. What is, what is value hypotheses? Well, if I cut all the jargon aside, it's then essentially it means that, okay, the fact that your product, service or offering has a certain value which is appreciated by the marketplace. Right? Got it? So, there is an intrinsic value which is appreciated by the marketplace and so therefore you get a tick mark on the value hypothesis. Wonderful. What is the growth hypothesis? The growth hypothesis is different. You might have proven the value, but are people willing to share the value? Now, here's a weird example of how people can find value, but don't share the value. Remember the time you went with a few friends to a restaurant and said, hey guys, this place rocks, but let's not talk about this place to anybody else because, you know, then everyone will come here and ruin it. Mm, not very good customers are you of that restaurant because the restaurant owner is hoping that after he's proven his value hypothesis to you, he wants to prove the growth hypothesis of, you know, through you. When you share, you know, your experience with your friends and tell them, hey, go see this place. So growth hypothesis is very different from value hypothesis and most marketers actually conflate the two. And they conflate the two in a very interesting way. What tends to happen is that the value hypothesis has got something to do with functional utility. Yep, you heard that right. You probably heard this here first. So if I'm building something of value, then, well, I'm judging its functions. I'm judging the features. I'm judging, you know, the benefits. I'm judging what it brings to my life and the rest of it. And so all the parameters, all the metrics of me judging the value are very different from the way in which I would judge growth, which is all about social utility. Huh. 
ना फंक्शनल यूटिलिटी वर्सेस सोशल यूटिलिटी सोशल यूटिलिटी मींस दैट इफ आई स्पीक अबाउट दिस स्पेसिफिक वैल्यू टू माय कम्युनिटी माय ट्राइब माय पीपल देन आई बी बेटर ऑफ बिकॉज पीपल विल थिंक बेटर ऑफ मी और दिस इज जस्ट एन एक्सटेंशन ऑफ माई पर्सनैलिटी एंड यू नो पीपल विल थिंक हाउ कूल दिस इज एंड स्टफ लाइक दैट so that is social utility when your product is able to build that social utility you can scale because then you got everyone to be your brand ambassador so therefore value hypothesis equals functional utility growth hypothesis equals social utility and most marketers what i've noticed is they don't literally prove the value hypothesis before getting into growth they conflate the two and sometimes they just try to do the growth hypothesis and then come a cropper then realize oh shit the value is not really well expressed or well understood by you know people who really like it in fact on tuesday i made the podcast my last diary entry was about fans versus fanatics right i'm just extending that a little over here you got to have super fans super fans are the ones who will do your growth hypothesis for you they will prove your social utility by expressing how good they are but even the super fans have to be convinced no they have to be convinced about the value the intrinsic value that you bring to the table so i think that there is a there is a logical sequence to things and i think that unless and until you prove the functional value that you've got to the marketplace don't try to aim for social value right so which means that every marketer should basically look at doing something that allows for product market fit now that's a bit of a jargon and i'm sure you've heard this jargon before but very few people have heard of the value hypothesis and growth hypothesis and it kind of builds a very good sequence to your marketing plan especially if you're launching a new product or new offering or whatever you want to call it right isn't that interesting right so the next time when you are kind of launching something or you're kind of building out something okay and trying to create a marketing plan okay the first thing which you must understand that a marketer has to come in way before the marketing plan is developed because by that time the marketer is just given a product yeah, and apparently the value is already proven but most marketers don't really understand that that the value may or may not be proven but the value is created in the creator's mind so the marketer has to come in way before wherein he or she is testing out the functional value of the product in order to prove the value hypothesis first and a marketer can certainly assist in the research in the testing in the ab testing even in the sale if you go with the customer development methodology even with the sale in order to prove the functional value before you get into the typical well understood marketing plan which is all about growth hypothesis now value hypothesis and growth hypothesis will keep alternating with each other every time some innovation is done some feature is added some tweaks are done something is driven so it's not only about perhaps a startup or perhaps the launch of a product or stuff like that it is an iterative cycle wherein value follows growth follows value follows growth etc and you keep going through a product's life cycle alternating between the two so a marketer has to be very clear as to what problem she is solving first 
Well, I hope you like this diary entry of mine. Um, I was inspired. Thanks, Vishnu. Uh, he really uh, took the trouble of sending me uh, the question as well as as a uh, connecting document, which I went through very beautiful uh, little speech, uh, which I will talk about maybe in some other podcast. But marketers do keep this in mind. I hope you like this and uh, many more to come from from where this came from. Um, the traveling professor, that's me, Siddharth. And uh, do follow me on LinkedIn and Instagram. And if you like podcasts like these, just go to, you know, IBM. Download their stuff, man. It's all good. It's all good. Until next time then, be valuable, my friends. Be valuable. Growth will follow.